Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new podcast in which we're going to elaborate further on meaningful commerce. And I'm delighted to have Janet Nawijn, our former colleague, um, on the podcast. She currently is the head of marketing at Ormit Talent. Um, can you please introduce yourself to the audience, Janet? Yes, sure. Um, yes, I'm Janet, and I'm the head of marketing at Ormis Talents. And at Ormis Talents, we are working every day um, by developing future leaders, um, also the next generation or Gen Z. And yeah, we are working that. Uh, Because we believe that if you want to make the world a better place, you need to use the impact and the power of the new generation. And uh, yeah, I do that now for almost a year and with a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, I can see that on your LinkedIn post. (laughs) Um, One of the reasons I invited you, of course, besides that you've been a colleague with us um, up to last year, Mm -hmm. um, you share a lot of stuff around Gen Z. And uh, Gen Z is a very important generation within the meaningful commerce framework. We've seen that they are currently taking over the um, decision-making unit in B2B marketing. Uh, You deal with um, Gen Z um, in both both from an employment point of view. So you guys employ a lot of uh, Gen Z uh, men, women. Yeah. Um, But you also are selling a lot to Gen Z probably. So yeah. I'm looking forward to to your uh, to hear about your thoughts. Um, so you've been in the job for almost a year uh, now. So, so what are some of the things that you've learned the past year when we talk about Gen Z? Um, the interesting thing is uh, we did a research at the beginning of uh, this year and we asked them about their values and the expectations of um, their employer, etc. And the interesting part is that it's good that you keep in mind that Gen Z is a generation, but um, there are also individuals. So not every one of that is part of the Gen Z generation. It's the same or expects the same or um, shows the same behavior in the environment. Uh, in their bio cycle, for example. So that's, I think, good to keep in mind. But there are um, yeah, some um, typical things for Gen Z, like their characteristics, like they are digital natives. Um, they have a strong social awareness. They are very open-minded. Mm-hmm. So uh, in this time with inclusivity and diversity, that's very important for them. They are also very entrepreneurial. Um, like they have most of the time not one job but have a side job for example Uh, and their attention span is very short and I think we did see that already uh, at the millennials Mm -hmm. but we absolutely see that at uh, the Gen Z generation. So what's short? Define short. Yeah so um, yeah everyone knows the uh, upcoming or I think the uh, social media channel TikTok for mm-hmm. example yeah, it is definitely a TikTok generation so they want to know in maybe um, 
yeah, several seconds if this message or this um, yeah this message or something this ad is interesting for them, and under otherwise they will swipe. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So what what um, I find striking here is that when I look at people around me in Gen Z, even Gen Alpha, I have two kids, mm. right? so two daughters, uh, sixteen and nineteen. Um, and I recognize very much what you, you're telling me. They watch uh, movies, clips of 20, 30 seconds max. Um, but on the same, at the same time, they can spend hours on this, which <laughs> is kind of weird, right? Yeah, so they, 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 they can look 20 seconds to a movie, but they can look like 100 movies at a time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They, I think they, um, they can do many things. Uh, at the same time and because their uh, attention span is so short they they can uh, spend many time on watching things but not just one thing and i think that's that's maybe the cool so so um the other thing you mentioned is they're very open-minded yeah so um which leads to to a following question for me because you you deal with gen z as a manager Mm -hmm. um and as uh, a vendor to to gen z but let's take it from this management point of view can you give some examples of what you've seen where you say hey this is typical like open-minded behavior or this is what they shared or this is an example of this open-minded mindset yeah absolutely uh i think uh what i mentioned already the inclusion part is very Mm -hmm. important so they want to feel welcome and they think uh, that it's very uh important that you treat them as an equal Mm -hmm. so if they feel like you are taking the role as their manager in terms of I'm higher uh, in in level than you. That's absolutely something they not like. Um, but they also want to that you, uh, as a manager, are also open minded about. We are open minded in the terms of what people we work with and work for, and we uh, are uh, tolerant if people have another religion or another way of living we are very open-minded and everything is okay and you can be that uh judgmental about uh, everyone else mm-hmm. that that's very typical uh gen z okay yeah is this also something you take into account when you're when you're in this vendor role when you're selling to gen z is this something you act on or can you give some examples of how you would typically approach gen z as a client yeah uh, I think it's important that Gen Z wants to buy from brands they trust. Mm-hmm. And if they feel like your brand is also inclusive or is also um, aware of the climate or something, that I think that's important for them. If they see you have maybe um, an approach uh, about inclusivity or the climate, uh, um, I think those those examples are important for Gen Z. So they want to buy, and and on the other hand, they they want to buy um, at a brand they trust. But it also they also have very practical um, things they they are aware of. Like, can I buy fast and like their shorter attention yeah. span? It's it's not only very um, uh, uh, important like. So it's not only about the purpose of the company, but Indeed. also about yeah. Yeah. well, basically 
I would say you're uh, helping them to make the purchase decision themselves, uh, enabling them to in their customer journey to yeah. buy something completely independent of a sales salesman. Absolutely. Um, important thing that you just mentioned um, is that um, Gen Z. So there's not like a typical Gen Z as you already mentioned, mm-hmm. but in general, like they prefer brands that. Uh, have strong purposes. Yeah, absolutely. Which is kind of atypical for mm-hmm. right? because uh, a company from its or, from, well, originally, if you take let's say older companies, they don't speak out about this thing. They they are independent, so to say. A lot of brands choose not to speak out because if you speak out for something, you're also against something. Yeah. So they a lot of companies don't have a, an opinion on anything mm. political mm-hmm. or uh, the climate or whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so so what's your take on this? Should companies speak themselves out or is it something that that's, uh, can be solved in another way? Yeah, I think it's important to speak out, but I also think that uh, you can choose on what topic you speak out of because yeah. Um, yeah, you do not have to say anything about the political things. But uh, yeah, you can um, speak out about we are good for people. And I, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, every um, company can say that. But it's it's important that, that you show that because, yeah, Gen Z wants to know that. And, and I think... If you uh, show that there is there there are some things you you find important and you want to speak out of, I think yeah it's it's good that you maybe choose some topics that that fit you as a company really yeah. well. Um, yeah, so I think that's that's it. So have you guys at Ormit chosen mm-hmm. uh, so let's say points of view that you share or that you speak out on or? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for us. The climate is really important. So we have uh, actually one of our important projects is sustainability. Mm-hmm. Uh, our um, talents have a traineeship uh, within two years. They do uh, around three assignments. And the goal is in 2026, I think, that every uh, trainee does one assignment that has something to do with sustainability. Mm-hmm. And that's also what we see is really interesting for uh, Gen Z, on the other hand, because they are looking for assignments like that. So that's that's one thing we work on. And also inclusi- in, uh, inclusivity and diversity is important for us. So... Um, yeah, for example, we have events, but then we are also looking at do we have events that fits every culture because there work uh, people from different cultures. Um, yeah, those are two topics I think we are really passionate about. Okay, cool, cool, great. Um, you already hinted on some of the media usage of uh, Gen Z. Um TikTok is something you mentioned. So what are some of the communication channels, maybe even offline communication channels uh, that you see that are adopted mainly by Gen Z? So what are successful channels for marketers? Yeah. And I think this is, um, this depends or about the message and because we recently did a research about the internal communication and the funny part is that um, we have a monthly newsletter Mm -hmm. and 
our expectation was that the talents and the trainees didn't read the uh, monthly newsletter very well. But in our research, it showed that they think that this is a channel they really liked. Um, and on the other hand, the WhatsApp groups they have. So th that's for the easy and the fast communications. So I think um, in terms of the internal communication, yeah, just I think uh, an, an email is maybe some tra a traditional uh, channel, but it can be re uh, really valuable. Um, but it is, I think, very important that it's relevant because, uh, yeah, you also, I think that's that's not typical Gen Z, but it's also for us uh, um, that we can um, email is for me also an interesting channel if I find their interesting information. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I recognize very much what you're saying is that, of course, it needs to be uh, to the point and it yeah. and it needs it needs to be segmented so it needs to be relevant to the reader um but uh from from um what i've seen in gen z is uh, that they kind of sense what a commercial message is mm. so and that's different <laughs> from the older generation yeah right? true, they, true. They, they don't want to talk to salespeople if they get a commercial message either on TikTok or Instagram or even an email, they sense the commercial uh, message. Yeah. They kind of skip it by nature. That's what I've seen. Is that yeah. what you've seen as well? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think what also interesting is because, uh, for example, if you see the social media channels, mm -hmm. they they really appreciate if they their experience is very a personal approach yeah. because we also have recruiters because we want to hire and attract uh, the Gen Z uh, generation and they send many in-mails but they make really um, they put a lot of effort in how to make that personal and not do it um, uh, to to a, a, a big group but to make that really personal and, and we see that that shows also if you uh, put some effort in, make it personal, mm -hmm. and indeed, you do not need to make that very commercial. But then you know, yeah, Gen Z is not interested in that. Absolutely, absolutely. So I love that in-mail example because in-mail can be intrusive, right? It's, yeah. If you get it, it's from especially from a recruiter. It's like, oh, this is yeah. my fifth email today from a recruiter. Absolutely. And, uh, so this needs to be very personal, and I see the same on landing pages for campaigns uh on websites is if you especially in b2b the main call to action typically is book a free demo um and this just doesn't seem to work anymore no. for gen z's from my from what i've seen so they sense you know this is not a demo this is actually a call for me where i get qualified and see if i have budget <laughs> right so um, they sense this so um so from what i've seen is the commercial the, the personalized approach works very well in commercial yeah. uh, efforts uh, but also the fact that they can be self-serving so they can sure. book their own meeting instead yeah. of uh, do you have time and they can choose their own channel so yeah. if they want to book a meeting face to face they can do it face to face if they want to call or if they want to do a video uh, at their time. Yeah, absolutely. And and what we have on our website, we offer them different ways to to um, reach out to us. So for the uh, potential candidates, we have uh, you can book a meeting with with the recruiter, but you can also send them a WhatsApp message. And that's one is really popular because WhatsApp is very informal. And yeah, they can send a WhatsApp message, and it's 
to ask simple questions and they feel like it's for me easy to do and I do not have an official meeting or, or, or something like that. So indeed, I think that's that fits Gen Z really well. Yeah. 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 Cool. So we're almost through our time here. So uh, this goes fast. <laughs> um, final question that I would have is, um, the, is, is about content uh, because we still have visitors on the website or on your social media. Um, we have a lot of help from AI machines and AI uh, websites um, to generate that kind of content. But what kind of content or types of marketing content work for Gen Z? How do you reach them? What kind of examples can you give of content that works for Gen Z? Yeah, I think uh, number one content for Gen Z is absolutely video. Um, that's that helps to um, create awareness to get their attention and they are willing to read a text but um, I think most of the time their interests start with a video or something visual um, I think that's an interesting uh, way of reaching to them uh, and in terms of content I think absolutely it needs to be short and clear like the old white papers we created i think maybe if they are really interested in your product or in your service you can maybe um send them over some texts etc but that is typically not something that gen z reads correct yeah, yeah. that's we've seen that and um in the show notes you find the the, the meaningful marketing framework um and we have some tips there but that also consists out of the buying phases. And typically the awareness phase is video, Absolutely. right? But yeah. um, maybe you have case studies or white papers in a consideration or even buying phase. Where, yeah. But then they're already 90% into their buyer journey. Absolutely. Um, I typically compare this and some Gen Z people that I talk to even don't even know this or recognize this. But when you went out to buy a car 20 years ago, you would have to go to a dealership to actually find a color, find out what kind of seats you had. Yeah. You actually had to go there <laughs> and talk to someone. Uh, yeah, about, that's scary for them. <laughs> it's scary, but it's also annoying because they're going to tell you stuff that you already know, especially now. Yeah. The only thing now at Gen Z, or even you know, I think older people are expecting to hear from a salesman is um, in-depth knowledge. So in this car example, you're not... You're not asking the caller. They come in and ask, hey, I've got this and this child seat. Will this fit into this car? Absolutely. That's the answer. Or I have a special garage. Does it fit in there? You know, mm -hmm. that, that kind of stuff is what they want to know. They don't want to know the basic stuff. They have already found that out. So I love that that example. So, Jeanette, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Um, is there something I forgot to ask you? Is there something you would love to share? Um, wow. No, I think that is really important for companies to keep in mind that uh, Gen Z is indeed uh, in the decision-making unit already, mm -hmm. or maybe it's it's going to be there very fast and the next generation is also going to be there. So you need to make sure that you are uh, prepared to reach and to um, do business with those uh people great so if you're a listener and you think about reaching gen z or you have questions reach out to janet her linkedin is in the show notes 
um, feel free to connect to her, send her a message if you have any questions. Download the Meaningful Commerce Framework, which is also in the show notes. And with that, I would like to thank you very much, Jenna. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.